Be sure to check us out on Patreon. There you will find our community with several different tiers of learning. Our Patreon community is all about immersing yourself in the streams, teachings, and the Taya practice with lots of Taya tools and Taya teachings via weekly live video and exclusive coaching sessions at patreon.com. And if you have guides that you consult with that give you advice and it's very source aligned advice, that's not a bad thing. Continue to do that if that's your choice. But understand that any specific direction given is a direction of ego because the ego is the discerner of preference. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. For those of you that have been listening for a while that have been on this journey with me <laughs> through all the twists and turns, you know, I'm really good at that. I, I would say that you've probably figured out by now that I get bored if I keep doing the same thing uh, for a long period of time. If you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, from 2017, you know that we have uh, been on a couple of different radio networks as a radio show. We've taken twists and turns with uh, me just trans-channeling on here. Uh, I have moved out of the era now of trans-channeling uh, because I've detuned my ego enough, quite frankly, that I don't have to go into trance to be really merged with the stream. The stream is flowing through me almost all the time now, especially when I'm doing something like this. I love doing this. I love talking to all of you. I love sharing the streams teachings with all of you. I love sharing the Taya practice. And if you're new to this uh, podcast, uh, I started this out trance channeling. If you go back to 2017, I would go into to trance. I would, and I taught myself how to do that. And I tapped into my source being, my soul, if you will, which was void of my ego and shared from that perspective. I do believe we all have that in us. In fact, I, I am certain that we all have that in us, that, that that's not something that's unique about me. And I do believe we all channel and express source in our own way. And I had always gone inward to my inner source connection in early childhood just for survival because I had very disconnected parents. I say all the time, that was the greatest gift that I received in this lifetime was that my parents were fairly disinterested in me as a being. So I had two choices. I could have really gone into the matrix and, and really been battered around by the matrix and had a lot of negative experiences as a child and, and developed a belief that I was, you know, unworthy, uh, unloved and really been victimized and all of that. Or I had the choice to go inward. And for whatever reason, I chose to go inward. And that inward knowing carried me through life. Now, it didn't carry me into a life of perfection. Certainly, I have shared in my book, The Stream, and I have shared on this podcast for years that I've had all these twists and turns and things that I have manifested in my path that I now deeply appreciate because I understand that all of those things, all of the obstacles, all of the challenges, all of the spin outs, which is just a prolonged period of challenge, all of that stuff expanded my consciousness and ultimately served to level me up. And I continue to level up. I don't believe that there's a, a ceiling that we hit where you are enlightened and you are through being human, and you're going to go be spiritual from now on. I know a lot of people have that in their belief system. That's not in mine. I have never gotten that from the stream. I've gotten from the stream that we are expressing ourselves in physical uh, infinitely, and, and we come and express ourselves in a physical environment 
for the, the positive and negative aspects of it. Meaning there are things that we all enjoy and appreciate and prefer in life, whether it's food, companionship, travel experiences, scenery, um, sex, you know, whatever it is that we're into and enjoy, those are our preferences. But we notice that no matter how many preferences a being is manifesting in this world, there's also challenges. Whether you're a plant or an animal or a human being, it doesn't matter. There are challenges that we create for ourselves and experience. And what I have learned from the stream is that those experiences are our own creation because we're creating all of this via our consciousness and they serve to expand us eternally and level us up. And that eternal expansion contributes back to the expansion of source because we're all expressions of source. We're all beings of source. So I've had an understanding of that for, for my entire life. I went through a lot of life challenges that brought me to a, a place in my forties where I had this awakening experience. I had a literal Kundalini awakening before I even knew what the hell that was. This was in 2010 where I had this eruption of energy from the base of my spine that sort of electrified my, my body, my physical vehicle that continues to this day. And when that electrification is present, I know the stream is present. I know that source is flowing through me and that I can tune into that vibration get my own ego out of the way and share source. And that's what I've been doing on this podcast. And that's what I will always do on this podcast is share source. If I don't think I'm sharing source, I am not going to hit record. I am not going to show up to a live broadcast. If I don't believe that my ego is detuned out of the way as much as possible, still present, but certainly detuned and that I am sharing source for all of you. And if you like that and it resonates, then you're in the right place. If you think it's bullshit, then you're right to move on from it. And I'm fine with that. But the thing that, that sort of sets our world apart from what I see out there, and I'm not trying to, to pretend like I'm superior or anything like that. It's just something we're doing differently is that I set out to, okay, this source information is great, but I set out to apply this as an operating system in my life. Because I understood very early on that your beliefs create your reality. And now I've come to understand that your belief system is your human operating system. And, and that absolutely creates your reality. And I have gone so deep into that practice that my reality has shifted so dramatically that I know that we have the power to create our reality with any intention that we want. So that's what I teach. And that's what Taya is. Taya is, is the practical application of the stream's teachings, what the stream through me has offered to all of us. And ultimately what the stream does is directs all of you into your own version of this. So this isn't like a, a ministry where we're, we're preaching gospel and saying, David says, do this, or the stream of David says, do this, and this is what you must do. They're just suggestions of what you can do. And it's all about going inward raising your vibration, allowing your own stream and trusting your own guidance ultimately, and really creating a community of people that are doing that, creating that belief system where we create 100% of our reality and that we can shift our mindset and thus shift what we're experiencing in life and understand that, that the, the concept of physical is not about moving toward perfection it's about moving toward a higher vibrational existence if we so choose and understanding that we're never going to achieve perfection. 
We achieve perfection when we die and return to what I call our completed state of being, which is our eternal state of being where we want for nothing. But that's not what physical is for. Physical is for that contrast, if you will. I know a lot of you love that word. It's an Abraham word, that contrast of positive and negative. And that's what life is all about. So that's what the teachings are all about. That's what the podcast is all about. And I definitely uh, experienced a period last year where I got a little bored with the business. I didn't get bored with the stream, but I definitely got bored with the business of the stream of David. I've been doing it for uh, four years, going on five, kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again and, and, and running the programs and doing all the stuff. And it sort of peaked and got really, really busy in 2021. And I got bored. And then when I got bored with it, it sort of all fell away. Not completely, but it really got quiet. And I was completely at peace with that because I had also manifested a reality where I didn't need income. I didn't need the business side of this. I didn't need all that stuff. I was living a very, for the first time in my life, I've been working since I was 14 nonstop. And for the first time in my life at 54, I had manifested a reality where I really, I didn't have to work living in a beautiful home, experiencing great things. And, and there was plenty of, of money and experiences and comfort all around me. And it was a really nice little break from 3D reality, from work. But the stream for me and sharing the Taya practice isn't really work. So I kind of allowed all that stuff to unravel. And I had a little spin out with health for a little while. Then I had a big spin out with my home burning down, as most of you know. And that that burning of the house was a massive, massive disruption to that malaise that I had manifested for myself. And it's really leveled me up yet again, turned out to be a fantastic thing for, for Michael and myself in many, many ways. And I, I like I say, I always say, I don't share other people's experiences on here unless they uh, give me express permission to do so. So I'm not going to get too deep into all that. But it was a massive leveling up for us, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually. Uh, absolutely, it was it was something that that occurred for our expansion, and I know that I'm very certain of that. And so now I'm taking all of that expansion and I'm sharing it back out again. Because what do you do with all of this this spiritual expansion and detuning of ego and allowing of more source? You arrive at a space where you can't not share it. You just have to share it. it it's sort of just, it, it, it's just reverberating from you and you want to shout it from the rooftops. I very well understand that not everyone is up to speed or in alignment with what I'm sharing. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm probably not going to be putting any billboards up anytime soon for the stream or tie or any of that stuff, but I'm certainly going to put it out there. So for a while during my malaise, I became very judgmental about social media uh, I see a lot of negative information being shared. You know, I go to Twitter and everyone's complaining about stuff and there's a lot of fear being spread. And I see that on Facebook as well. Not as much on Instagram, a little bit on Instagram. Instagram, I get bored with because I kind of look at it as it's like the same pictures and stuff over and over and over again. Uh, TikTok is a little more interesting for me. TikTok is sort of, I, I kind of see what's going on across humanity by by spending a little time flipping through TikTok. Not a whole lot, but a little bit of time almost daily flipping through some, some TikToks just to kind of see what's going on out there. And I understand algorithms and I understand that whatever I land on is, it's just going to give me more of that. So I kind of, I'm mindful now of what I pay attention to on there. And so if something is, is really negative, I'm not going to listen to it for very long. If something is over politicized, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time there, but I am curious. I'm interested at hearing different perspectives and about different things. 
and I like those mediums. But for a while, I took the, the stream's message away from social media. I kept the podcast going. We kept bootcamp going. I will tell you that Taya Bootcamp has gone nonstop since uh, March of 2018. We have had people coming in and people graduating nonstop. We have never had a break where there was nobody in there. It, it ebbs and flows certainly with the amount of people that are in there, but it's never stopped. And I was going to allow it to wind down and die if that was sort of what was in the stars, if you will, uh, because I didn't have a lot of atten uh, intention in that for a while, but it never did. And I think that was me showing myself that, hey, this is a good thing for people. People are wanting these types of teachings and this needs to live on. And there's magic in this process. So I've kept it around and it's still around and it will continue to be around. And we're going to now expand the Taya Academy, offering lots of things uh, in there, lots of different levels of teaching and learning. That's why I went to Patreon. You're all very aware that we have a Patreon account now that is a companion to this podcast. And Patreon gives you an opportunity to come in and you can follow us on Patreon. Uh, there's a public tier that I don't think costs you anything. And then you can pledge money to Patreon or you can join a level. My intention with these teachings has always been and will always be to offer the streams teachings and the Taya practice to the world, regardless of your ability to pay for it. So you will never see me taking all of my information and just placing it somewhere that's going to cost you money to access it at all. That's not never been my intention. I don't demonize money. I don't demonize things that cost money. I think that's definitely a, a lower vibration than believing that the world is abundant and that certainly anyone can manifest anything that they want. And that as you become aligned with different levels of interaction with us and the Taya community, you will manifest your way into it. I know that, but I will always offer it for free because not everybody is in alignment with being able to pay. I understand that. So I will always offer a, a portion of this information. Um, and by, by the por a portion of it, I mean the really the practice and the teachings for free. The coaching and the fine tuning, uh, and the going deeper and going to seminars and retreats, all of that stuff will be optional things that you can all partake in as you see fit. So that will always be the intention uh, th that's never going to change. There will never be a fee to be a practitioner of Taya. There will never be a fee to receive the stream's message. Ever, 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 there never will be. That's absolute in my world. But uh, I have really gotten off of social media and I've decided now to re-enter social media to just to share this message with more people. I really want more people to be exposed to the streams teachings. If they're in alignment with it, I want to offer more vehicles for people to discover it, more people to discover the Taya practice and begin applying it in their lives. And so we're going to return to social media with a weekly broadcast, uh, claim your power hour. We've had it for years. We had it exclusively on Patreon for a while. Uh, and now we're going to move that broadcast back to Patreon and social media so uh, you can receive that broadcast on Facebook and YouTube weekly, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. It will be live on Patreon also. And Patreon will move forward as, as always as, as a set of teaching tools. So we will continue doing additional live videos for Patreon subscribers, for our live stream tier, for our podcast plus tier, for our coaching tier, the, the higher you go in tiers, the more weekly 
interaction you're going to get. And the higher you go in tiers, the more personalized that interaction becomes and the more coaching you're going to receive. So that's how we've structured all of this. So we'll be on social media. Uh, we'll be on podcasts. And yes, the Stream of David podcast is going to live on. And I'm very excited to announce that in May, we are going to launch a second podcast, the Taya Practice podcast. So we're going to have two different podcasts, the Stream of David and the Taya Practice. There will be a whole lot of overlap between the two, but it really is just about reaching more people, more vehicles to reach more people with this message, because I now have taught it since 2017 to hundreds of people all over the world. I see what it does for people. I see how it transforms lives. I see how it makes sense of our current reality, how it makes sense of everything that humanity has encountered that we're aware of at this point, and how it gives you the tools to operate your life more in harmony with universal law and definitely gives you the tools to move gracefully out of the matrix in appreciation of the matrix. That's what we're all about. Because if you're judging the matrix, you're part of the matrix. But once you move to that source perspective of appreciation, you're not in the matrix anymore. And Taya gives you the tools to move yourself out of the matrix. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to dive into this week's topic, which is all about artificial intelligence. We'll be right back. I created Taya Bootcamp back in late 2017, launched it in March of 2018. It's all about detuning your ego, detuning fear and judgment in your life, systematically raising your vibration to allow more of your natural source being to step forward and cementing these beliefs as your new operating system, your new way of life. We now have hundreds of graduates all over the world. We have 58 now uh, positive uh, Patreon reviews, all five stars. We have tons, years worth of testimonial videos on YouTube. You can go and check us out, look at our testimonial videos, interact with our community, and realize what a transformative experience Taya Bootcamp is. Click the link in our bio to book your discovery meeting to learn more about your alignment with Taya Bootcamp and that bootcamp experience. So there's a lot of talk now about artificial intelligence. I, I believe we're probably all aware of what it is on some level. And we know that there is uh, something that has is, is, is come around in the last year, I guess, this chat GPT. Uh, and I joined chat GPT a while back. I think I've already shared this on here, but I, I was kind of playing with it. Uh, it's an artificial intelligence bot, if you will, that you can chat with. You can ask it questions, you can ask it for information, and it's it's lightning fast, uh, much faster than the human brain at uh, compiling information and it actually creates. So I was just playing with it one day and I asked for it. I asked what the Stream of David was and it explained what the Stream of David is uh, very succinctly. And I thought, well, I wanna really test the creative abilities of this chat GPT. So I, I asked chat GPT, create for me a poem in the voice of the stream of David. And I'm not joking in three seconds about the time it takes to count to three, it spat out this beautiful poem written in the voice of the stream. It was like suddenly chat GPT is channeling the stream. It's going to put me out of business, right? <laughs> I'm not worried about that. And it was a beautiful poem. It was very stream centric. 
And it was just really cool how this, this bot could do that in such lightning fast time. So I will, I will post that. I've posted it in Patreon. I'll post it on social media as well because I think it's a beautiful poem. It's very stream-centric. It's very much rooted in the stream's teachings. There was nothing inaccurate in it at all. And it rhymed. It was in verse. So very cool. Very, very cool. But the stream has been telling us for a while that the reason that humanity is moving into this higher vibrational period and we're certainly see that seeing that playing out in multiple ways but the reason that that's occurring is because we are becoming more sophisticated we have you we have created technology via the matrix the matrix is the thing that gave us the structure that created the the path to all of this technology and humanity is at this amazing turning point that has never happened in the history of humanity where we are now creating technology that is a mirror image or a reflection of the technology that creates us. And I know that when people hear things like that, a lot of people think that's really interesting. Let me think about that. Other people will hear that and think you're, you're insane. We're not robots. What are you talking about? We're organic beings or we're creations of God or whatever their belief system supports is what they think. But if you're in a very open-minded anything could be belief system, which is very much a stream centric Taya belief system, uh, detuning fear and judgment. If you detune fear and judgment, you open yourself up to new ideas that could be, you know, my favorite things are that could be, and wouldn't it be nice? I love those vibrations because they're so open and free and allowing of things without fear and judgment. So that the vibration of that could be, I'm curious to learn more about that. I'm not afraid of it. Uh, I'm not afraid of something being new or different. We definitely see, though, beings as, as the matrix is being questioned, as we're creating this technology that is very much like the technology that is us, artificial intelligence, meaning artificial human intelligence is exactly what that means. And it's getting so good. We're also seeing our, because of our intelligence and our ability to communicate and our level of sophistication, we're questioning the matrix. And this has been going on for quite some time. Uh, the questioning of the matrix really started uh, around the 1960s. And there were certainly people questioning it before that, but it became a more mainstream thing in the 60s. And since that time, we have seen a decline in belief systems that were centered around religion and we've seen an increase in belief systems that were centered more in spirituality. And of course, there's a lot of crossover and gray area between those two things. But the way I define religion or organized religion is a belief system that has rules and worship. Um, you know, that, that's, that's a religion, that we have these certain rules that we live by and there's dogma built into it. They, our, our religion is the right religion. Our God is the right God. Our set of rules is, are the right set of rules. Spirituality is a little different than that because spirituality tends to have fewer rules, if any. Spirituality tends to not be about worship and more about appreciation. And certainly spirituality, from the way I've experienced, is not necessarily about obedience to anything. So those are very different qualities. And I think that as humanity moves through the matrix, we sort of destroy it and recreate it and destroy it and recreate it. So we've had a matrix for, for a period of time 
that was very focused on the rule of law, of government, uh, very much tied to organized religions. And we see that impacting the majority of humanity in different ways. And it's interesting that these things all formed in a similar way, but with variations depending on geography. Where where you were uh, is, is how your belief system was created geographically. Well, since we have the invention of, of, of ability to communicate across continents, now we are starting to compare notes and realize, well, your religion sounds a lot like my religion and with a few variations. And it's interesting that my religion developed here and yours developed there. And they're all sort of rooted in that same um, rule system of creating commerce, creating a family unit, creating workers, creating things, uh, creating the need for more things. And that's the matrix. And now we're wising up to that. Now we're coming to understand that, okay, maybe we don't need the matrix. Maybe we don't need organized religion. Maybe we don't even need uh, so much government. Maybe we need more freedom because at our core, we are expressions of source and expressions of source or eternal strands of consciousness that are nothing but freedom. The freedom from ego, the freedom from need, the freedom from want, because all of that preference stuff is, is, our, hum, is our humanity. That's our ego. So as we've wised up to all of that and started creating technology that is, that is a mirror of the technology that creates us, we are moving into a new age and a new reality where we're really destroying the old matrix. But we do see the old matrix sort of fighting back. It's a vibration. It doesn't want to die because it's, it's a strong vibration that is fed by the members of it. So what we're seeing in the fracturing of the matrix and the crumbling of the matrix, we're seeing politics and, and belief systems uh, in some cases become even more polarized. You know, I live in the United States. I, I've lived in the United States my whole life. And I would say that politics in the United States is more polarized than ever. We're seeing a lot of polarity politically out there. We're seeing a lot of polarity in belief systems and how we live our lives and gender identity and, and uh, you know, religion and all these belief systems that are out there. We're seeing that. But the thing that I have come to understand in my lifetime is that source what, what I refer to as source, and you may refer to it as something else. There's, there's you know, endless labels. God is a, a popular one. I don't use the term God because God brings in religion, brings in worship, brings in judgment, brings in even the concept of a deity, which is also part of spirituality. And in my channeling of source and going so deep into it that I could go into trance and be pure source in a moment, that... There is none of that need for worship. There is no feeling of this is a deity. This is sacred. This is something that we, it's just something that is in all of us. And it is a powerful, creative energy. And it is what I would refer to as pure love. It is that. So I understand wanting to place it on a pedestal. I understand humanity for a while wanting to worship it. I understand humanity and, and not knowing what's next for them, defaulting into this need for the deity to direct you what to do next. But the what to do next part, I have come to understand, is always your ego. 
So when we believe we are communing with our guides, our guides are a component of our own ego. And if you have guides that you consult with that give you advice and it's very source aligned advice, that's not a bad thing. Continue to do that if that's your choice. But understand that any specific direction given is a direction of ego because the ego is the discerner of preference. Where source does not have a preference for us. And think about it. If source had a preference for us, then we would not suffer. If source had a preference saying, go this way, not that way, then we would never go into a scenario where we are challenged by anything or suffering in any way. But there's value in the challenge and there's value in the suffering. We expand, we learn, we grow. We like to say the universe taught me a lesson, but really we, taught, we teach ourselves lessons. Sometimes it takes many, many uh, iterations of learning, as you know, to finally learn a lesson. Sometimes we never learn. Sometimes we go through an entire lifetime having never completely learned the lessons that we're trying to teach ourselves. And that's okay. One thing the stream has made very, very clear to me is that there's no wrong human journey. There's no wrong way to experience humanity. There's no wrong way to experience physical because all of it expands our being, all of it. Pain, suffering, making mistakes, uh, ending our experience uh, at a young age uh, in a sad way or a tragic way or even a violent way. None of that is judged by source the way our egos judge it. So since source isn't judging, source is loving all of it. And if source loves all of it, why would source have a preference for us? It wouldn't. Source would not have a preference for us if there was a specific path that it wanted us to take. So that guidance, the, the only guidance I've ever gotten from source is guidance inward to appreciation of all that is and understanding that the inner guidance system at, at a high vibration is, is a marriage of ego and source. Ego is always present. You can go all the way up your spiral into the very highest vibration. And there, as long as you were in physical your ego is present, but it's not in the driver's seat. Source is more in the driver's seat. That's source allowing, source abundant, joyful, pure love and appreciation of all that is state of being. That is source. And when you're operating at the top of your spiral, you really don't have much preference because you don't need it. You are just loving it all. But we don't operate up there all the time. We're operating in this pol polarized environment where, where polarity is going to bring us down into lower vibration. And there's nothing wrong with lower vibration. Lower vibration serves the purpose of giving us this human experience. If we were one vibration all the time, we would cease to be. In fact, being one static vibration is exactly what creates your departure from physical. So if you get yourself so high on the spiral that you are just love and light and appreciation all the time, you're, you're probably going to die. <laughs> you are creating your separation. Just like if you take yourself to the bottom of your spiral and you are sticking yourself in pure despair, you, you are also going to meet your demise. Whether it's through suicide or sickness or an accident or something like that, you are going to depart because you have parked yourself in a, in a static vibration. We don't stay there. 
We are meant to be vibrational beings moving up and down the spiral. We are meant to go down and create obstacles and spin outs for ourselves. We grow so much in that stuff. That's why I'm always sharing whatever crap's going on in my life. I'm always on here sharing it with you because we are meant to do all of that. So when we talk about comparing ourselves to AI, it's simply understanding that we are operating a physical vehicle. Our body is hardware and our belief system, our mind, our consciousness is the software, is the operating system. It is. And, and, and how clever is it that humanity creates video games and, and technology, um, gosh, computer, computer systems, artificial intelligence, the cloud, all of these things I can compare to our physical vehicle experience, the way that our physical vehicle experience was before we even created electricity to run any of this technology. But once we got electricity and once we became industrialized and then we started creating tools for communication, which is fantastic. And it's interesting what a reflection that is of humanity because we are a collective consciousness. Obviously, we developed in very similar ways all over the planet at, at different times. Yet our physical vehicles have a lot of similarities. Even if our skin color and certain features are a little different, depending on where we uh, rose from geographically, at, at the end, we're all really the same. Even male and female have a whole lot of similar characteristics and, and other mammals have a lot of similar char characteristics. So obviously there's sort of a prototype and we are here running on an operating system. And we don't have to spin way out on trying to, oh my gosh, we're just robots. This sounds so crazy. I can't wrap my mind around it. Don't let yourself go there unless that's just the experience that you want to have. Because for me, I'm fine with that. That's cool. That's fine. I'm in a physical vehicle. I'm experiencing this beautiful earth environment and all the wonderful things it has to offer via my consciousness. And I realize now that I am the creator of my consciousness that I, as a, as a strand of consciousness and expression of source, am here using this physical vehicle and the, 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 uh, the, the filtration system of ego, if you will, so that I can focus in this singular human journey and not be so consumed with all that I am because there's no value there. The, the value is in this physical human experience that I'm in right now that my soul chose to have and my soul loves it all. Yes, contrast, yes, obstacles, yes, suffering, yes, uh, childhood neglect and abuse, and yes, being treated poorly by coworkers and being screwed over in business and having health spin outs and having people cheat on me in relationships and you know all that crap that happens to us in life, your soul is saying, yes, this is great, this is expansion, this is an experience that you're having. This is expanding your consciousness eternally as a being, making you a more sophisticated version of you. And it's all good. It's all expansion. It's why you're here. And then you've got the ego that really is just a functionality that is, 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 a, is a filtration system that allows you to discern preference uh, here on earth and overshadow a lot of that, that source knowledge so that you can focus on this human journey that you chose to come and have. But the ego has been overdeveloped. Humanity created a matrix of collective ego, collective consciousness ego, that created and, and really overemphasized fear and judgment. 
That's the matrix. The matrix runs heavily on fear and judgment, as, as you notice. So it is possible to detune ego and come to understand that that fear and judgment can be detuned and you can still keep the discerner of preference part that is a version of judgment, but it's not the version of judgment that labels anything as should not be. That's the key component. When you start eliminating the should not be judgment, then you're just discerning preference. I prefer warmer weather, but I don't think that cold weather shouldn't be. And I don't think people that want to live in cold weather are wrong. My writing partner and business partner now, Katerina, that you probably know if you've read my book, uh, and she's uh, the co-author of the, the Tire Practice book that's coming out. She loves cold weather. She lives in Colorado. She loves it when it's cold. I don't. I live in the desert. We're very different that way. That's a preference that we have discerned, but there's nothing wrong with her preference. It's simply her preference that she's discerned. We can take that awareness and apply it to everything in life. Everything. So your operating system, AI, and if you want to if you want to look at technology as AI, Look at the thing that we wanted to create. I was talking a moment ago about our collective consciousness. We communicate via our collective consciousness. We do. We're all connected. We absolutely are. Although in the matrix, it seems that we're very disconnected. It seems that we're very different from one another. That's the matrix. But look at what our true desire is. What is our true desire? To communicate, to meet new people all around the world and share ideas find our tribe, if you will, find people that sort of have like uh, thoughts, um, common belief systems, and we want to get together and, and share these commonly held beliefs. And we, our vibe goes up when we meet people that think like us. We're in alignment. And now we've created technology to sort of circumvent the matrix. It's very interesting, right? The, the matrix created the separation of collective consciousness. No, 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 there's no collective consciousness. Don't pay any attention to that. God is what you need to pay attention to. Here's a book. Here's some rules. This is what you need to follow. This is how you need to think and what you need to believe. We're going to give this to you. This is your operating system. Go do it. And if you don't follow it, you're going to burn in hell. How many of us were taught some, some iteration of that? And that separated us. It really uh, took our vibration down to where we weren't as, as plugged into the collective consciousness. Because the lower we go in vibration, the more, the more egocentric we are and the less connected we are to all that is. That functionality serves the purpose of giving us the imperfect journey and our, our struggles and our problems and our challenges. But we don't have to stay parked there. But the matrix seeks to, to lower us to a certain level where we are compliant, we are obedient, we are contributing the way someone else wants us to contribute. And we are all in that matrix. Uh, and until we move ourselves out of it via appreciation of all that is, meaning source, we're all in that matrix. So the more you raise your vibration, the more you are loving and appreciating all that is and not judging, the more out of the matrix you are. And the matrix is so tricky because the matrix has this wonderful concept built into it of justice. There is no more powerful tool of the matrix than the concept of justice that you have to worry about the injustice that's being done to others. You can't just worry about yourself. You can't just worry about your own operating system and your own experience that your soul came here to have. You've got to worry about other people or there's something wrong with you. You're a bad person. 
you need to worry about the injustice of others. Well, what that concept of injustice or justice, what does that do? It lowers our vibration in the judgment of other people's experiences. The matrix teaches us, well, we can't just think about ourselves. We've got to think about our fellow human. Well, I will tell you that when I'm in a higher vibrational state of being, I am naturally sending out a signal of abundance and joy and clarity to humanity, to the universe. But in the matrix, that's not enough. And and I will tell you that when I'm sending out, I'm doing no harm or little harm to other beings in that higher vibrational state of being. I'm not arguing with anybody, fighting with anybody, telling anybody that they're less than or not good enough. I'm not harming anyone. I'm not looking to rob or rip off or screw anyone out of any money when I'm in that high vibrational state of being. That's why I love being up there because I'm generally not like that. But when I go into the lower vibrational state of being, I become more selfish. That's a lower vibrational thing. So the concept of justice is actually a lower vibrational concept. I know it seems benevolent. I need to care about my fellow human being. That's part of the matrix belief system, the matrix human constructed belief system that you've got to be so focused on on your fellow human. That's really, really rooted in ego though. Because remember, source is loving it all. And in loving it all, source isn't judging anything as should not be. And in not judging anything as should not be, then if you're not doing that, you are not needing anyone to have a specific experience. You're allowing them to have their own journey and appreciating it. So to wrap up, yes, we are a version of artificial intelligence. I don't, it's not artificial. We are just creating technology that has, has expanded so much that we are now creating the technology that creates us. And we see in creation of our software that, that everything has an operating system. We're programming an operating system. Our operating system as human beings is our belief system. And our belief system was our own creation, largely by default, largely impacted by what we've experienced up until now in our life, how we responded to the things that we manifested in our paths. And a lot of it was created very early. A lot of it was created in very early childhood when we're brand new human beings. And when we're infants, we are absorbing the surroundings, our surroundings and in absorbing our surroundings. We are learning what our preferences are. We, we are certainly beginning to discern even in the womb and we are learning what to be afraid of. We are learning uh, what the matrix is teaching us to think and believe and fear. We're absolutely absorbing the vibration of the people that are around us, our parents, our family, uh, anyone that's in our, our vibrational or our physical vicinity, certainly we are absorbing that vibration and we're absorbing the matrix because the matrix is all of humanity. We're absorbing all that stuff. And we start to create a belief system very early on because we've got to have it. We've got to have a belief system. Everyone has a belief system, no matter what. That's why I say you, every single person, every single human being is operating in a belief system and why not create a belief system that is in alignment with what you want to experience and why not create a belief system that is in alignment with universal law, which is very simple. All creation occurs via your consciousness and that consciousness is always going to be impacted by polarity. So if you, your belief system is operating in harmony with vibrational flow, meaning you're going to be up 
you're, you're going to be down. You're going to have positive things that you manifest. You're going to have negative. And if you learn to appreciate all of it, you are going to be more in alignment with source. You're going to detune your ego and you're going to understand that source is abundance, that well-being will always return to you if you simply allow it to. That's very opposite of the matrix that teaches you, you've got to work hard. You've got to obey the rules. You've got to you know, listen to what somebody else is, is telling you to do. You've got to do what they say. You've got to perform these tasks to be a member of humanity. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. All these have to, you know, obligations, all of that stuff is the matrix, all of it. And you can start detuning all of it and be more in harmony with source, allowing yourself to love every aspect of your vibrational journey. And for those of you that are members of our Patreon, if you uh, want to watch the um, expanded version of this on Patreon, I'm going to go into some specific tools to start your journey right now or brush up on your journey if you're already in it of learning how to detune the matrix and start programming your version of artificial intelligence, your belief system more in, in the, your favor, more the way that you want it to be. So hop on Patreon and I will share those tips with you. Thank you all so much for listening. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.